I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. I'm taking my time. All I could talk in is starting to rhyme. I'm letting go along the letting go strife. I just can't get enough of this beautiful life. The Enneagram is a map of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships, creates language for what motivates us, and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram is a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I'm a philosopher in Greeley, Colorado, and with me is TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram Ninja. Hello. You ready to go on an adventure, TJ? I'm so ready. It's time. We have invited the inimitable Cambry Ross to join us. Heyo. Cambry is a researcher of all things Enneagram and a fantastic artist. And we're talking about sevens. This is our typing intro to sevens and what it feels like to be a seven. Anything to say before before we get rolling for the sevens? I want to say that we're trying to like be really happy and upbeat to like match your energy. We're also going to try to make this one quick. So... Please stick through to the end. Quick and fun. That's right. That's the goal here. Yes. We're trying so hard. Well, I have asked this about all the other types. Where do you find happiness? This seems to be what sevens are pointing all of their selves at. Where do sevens find happiness? The motivations for sevens are that they want to be happy. They find happiness in happiness. (laughs) I want to be happy and content, and I want to stay that way. I want to be satisfied. I want to find fulfillment. I want my needs to be fulfilled. I want freedom and independence so that I'm never stuck where I don't want to be. I want to avoid missing out on worthwhile experiences. I want to stay excited. I don't want my light to dim. I want to stay occupied so I can avoid and discharge pain. Notice that last one just kind of hanging on there at the end. It's like, oh, and I'm also trying to (laughs) avoid pain. pain. (laughs) (laughs) Let's move past that. That's no big deal. (laughs) What do you hear there, Teach? I hear lots of things there. Um, There's a lot of opportunity. There's um, a lot of movement. And there's there's freedom for that movement. So uh, what what things are over here? I want to be able to go over here and inspect them. I want to be able to go find them. Anything that's keeping me sort of stuck in this place, that's the thing that I'm trying to avoid because what's over there is what I'm looking for, or at least it could be. And I want to be able to at least check it out. That's why I hear as well. Lots of activity going on here which perhaps is how sevens get what they want. Moving moving to that, how is it that sevens are getting the stimulation, the happiness, the fulfillment that they that they crave? I think there's there's a a lot of sort of I hesitate to use the word aggressive because I don't think sevens think of themselves necessarily as aggressive, but there's there's a uh, Assertive, an assertiveness, and a um, almost. I'm doing this anyways. Yes, yeah. I I am I'm going to do this. That a regardlessness of of what else is going on is. I, I I've seen a lot of sevens that that they invite other people to something that they want to do, and when other people don't go, it's like it's there's a sort of sadness. It's like, oh man, that stinks that you're not going to go do this thing. I'm going anyway. See ya. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's uh, sevens are going 
to do the things that they want to do. They're going to seek out those, those opportunities, those, that, that, the other side of the street. And if you aren't going with them, that kind of doesn't matter. They're going anyway. Yes. And there's a, there's a positivity to it, but uh, a regardlessness anyway. So this one seven says, I'm spontaneous, loud, adventurous, and annoying. I love big time. It seems as well that this constant go, 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 and let's go do, and it's very action-oriented, very body-oriented, also tends to lead to this avoidance. And sevens kind of already avoid sadness and pain, but there's this avoidance of feeling in general. Mm. Um, This other seven says, I often bottle my emotions because I don't want to feel vulnerable. Mm. I'm always so happy that I hate letting people see me upset or shaken. I'm not highly outwardly emotional unless I'm happy. I especially hate crying in front of people. Um, along with my problem of vulnerability, I often do anything I can to avoid sadness and hurt. So you you said that uh, sevens tend to avoid emotion, but all of the things that you listed there are negative emotions. Right. They avoid the negative emotion. Right. So uh, I, I think that's a that's a thing that um, when when sevens hear that they tend to avoid emotion, what what they hear is all emotion. And what we're usually talking about is the negative things. Mm-hmm. So sevens are totally content being happy, but there's a lot of other emotions besides happy. Well, and they genuinely just don't want others to see that side of them. Right. And they don't want to feel stuck in it, but they, right. it's almost like others hold them to the standard of you're always happy all the time. So why can't you just stay that way? Mm-hmm. Like you are always happy. Like, oh, just look on the bright side when you feel sad. And that's not always what you want right. from them. Right. One of the things that sevens are seeking to avoid are those negative experiences. And this comes out in behavior and attitude, in spinning their situations positive. Do you have any quotes from sevens on, on, that, uh, on that tactic? So we, we did hit on a few of these type of quotes in the typing intro podcast where there was this constant, like one of the sevens was saying, I really struggle with like this mental illness or I I really struggle with this one thing, but it's okay. Like it's fine. And they just like immediately, even when they were talking about this really hard, sad, awful thing, they were like, but it's fine. It's okay. Like it's not a problem. Don't worry about me. And that seems to be a very common posture for sevens. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so ingrained in them that they actually don't remember things the same way as the rest of us. Uh, so sevens will actually, uh, they'll reframe their own memories of events in order to remember it in uh, a more fun or more positive kind of way. So if something bad happens to them, often what they remember is something exciting about that event. Or uh, like if you talk to a seven about what happened last Thanksgiving, they will have a very different perspective from you because they have reframed that whole experience in a way that gives them this sort of this positive perspective on what happened to them in the past. So in fact, I do have a couple of examples Um, I asked these sevens, what's the most seven thing you've ever done or said? Um, This one seven says, I lost my job, sold my house, 
left my fiance and had a summer that was all about me and growth and adventure and my journey. It was like it started off as like <laughs> I lost my job, like got rid of my house, left my relationship. There was this longstanding thing, but like it was amazing, guys. Like it was right. amazing. Right. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't. And- it was hard as crap. <laughs> and that's okay. And that's okay. Oh, <laughs> yes. Um, so this other seven says After being in pre-nursing for two years, I decided I wanted to be a lawyer and dropped out of school in the span of half an hour. Four years later, I am not a lawyer and never thought about never thought about it again after that night. (laughs) So this idea of like not even just like this positive spin, but just like not paying much attention to the bad so much that you don't think about it and you kind of forget that it happened or you forget how bad it hurt maybe. Yeah. I have a good friend who's a seven, whose name is Dan, who got essentially a terminal diagnosis. His, he had organ failure, and it caused um, his skin to to pop out in these very grotesque ways. And he just called it Danthrax. What? <laughs> like people are, what are you? What's going on with you? Like, it's Danthrax. By the way, he's still alive and kicking, and whatever. It was a terminal illness, but the man oh is still God. up. Po- positivity saved that boy. Um, but the fact that it was the Danthrax. That's so funny. <laughs> Reframing. I love that. You can, you can see a, a pretty similar thread. There's, there's a, a theme to all of this, this sort of looking to the grass being greener on the other side of the street. Like there's, there's this really intense future focus within all sevens and, and always looking toward the next thing that's coming and the next thing that's coming could be great so we're always going to think about what could be that that possibility of what's coming what's what's what the world is possible and and sevens are looking for that kind of enjoyment of life and so why remember things in a negative way when you can remember them in a really fun positive way in fact that that brings up how sevens are connecting with the world there there's uh y'all want to talk about the idealistic side of sevens uh when it comes to the future yeah if the if if you're always looking for that kind of that that positive sense that that enjoyment and and happiness then then anything is possible right the world is possible the world is in front of you and everything could be great so so that's that's what i'm looking for there's this constant spontaneity and bouncing from thing to thing because there are so many great things. There's so many adventures to be had. There's so many fun things to try. If you have this big menu in front of you, why not try them all? Like they could all be so great. However, on the flip side of that is this deep frustration when things don't match the ideal. Um, this seven says my core motivation is to be content yet. I always feel restless. And I think if I check off all my to-do list, I'll finally find that contentment. Mm. However, it's this target that you can't hit. That's not possible to check off your whole to-do list, to-do list. Like everybody knows a to-do list never ends. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just going to constantly always be going. And especially with a future target of like, Oh, but if I am constantly thinking about the party for tomorrow or going to hang out with my friends tomorrow, you're not in the present moment and enjoying what could be in that moment. And there is some frustration there. 
It's good. I'll say as well, before moving on to another point, mm-hmm. um, sevens have so many great ideas all the time. And it's this like idealistic visionary energy mm-hmm. where they have these constant ideas and dreams and goals just flowing at all times, all day, every day. Yeah. A lot of the leaders at, at um, organizations that are innovating are, are sevens because they're, mm-hmm. they're always looking to some kind of bright future that like we just need to figure out how to get there. Uh, I have this vision of what the future might be and and they surround themselves with a team of people that will help them actually get to that future. This, of course, has a shadow side to it because Sevens report that at their worst mentally, they can find themselves in this constant scheming about the next thing, the next thing, the next thing, especially in terms of consumption. How am I going to enjoy all of these things? And that occupies large swaths of their mental space. You got thoughts on sevens in that fixation? I have a quote. This seven says, mainly the fact that the thought of staying in one place for any length of time, let alone forever, makes me physically feel sick. I crave freedom. Being stuck is the most uncomfortable, depressing, hopeless feeling in the world. And I think that's why they're constantly looking ahead. They're constantly looking forward. They're constantly planning and scheming because staying in the now or staying in the moment can be terrifying. Right. Well, there's a, there's a sense uh, like, I, I like that they said uh, th- that being stuck is, is the thing that they're, because I, I think that is, is part of the core of what seven struggle with. It's not necessarily that they are, avoiding negative experiences it's that they might be stuck in those negative experiences mm-hmm. and and so so like they they are in a sense they're they're sort of always looking for a sense of security like that that's that's part of how their their mind works they're they're seeking out some type of security and the thing that they're afraid of the thing that that is insecure is being stuck in unpleasant places and so they're always looking for the next thing that's what scheming is about they they always have a a foot in the door so that they can get out so that they're never finding themselves stuck in a place where they have to be in that that negative place where they're insecure where they like the world is a menu uh, yeah and and if you are ever in a place where you don't have the opportunity to taste everything then you might be missing out on something and that's like there there's no security in knowing that you don't get to have what you're looking for it's reported then uh that sevens are the most prone to addiction on these fronts of wanting to stay up. So I'm using stimulants or consistently over consuming in order to have that sense of, of fulfillment. And, uh, and that would just be a telltale sign for, for this type. If you struggle with over consuming, if you struggle with, I'm always thinking about the future and how to get more. Um, these are very common for this type and how they come to the world. Or if you feel like you have an addictive personality. Yeah. But also notice that it's not depressants that they're addicted to typically. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's, it's 
uppers. Uppers, yeah. A lot of uppers. <laughs> and, you know, the first, you know, couple of hours of alcohol, it, it, it's the, the depressing part of alcohol comes later after you've already become addicted to it. But the, the good parts of alcohol, sevens love that. <laughs> Got to trade that all up for some cocaine. Um, were you, what were you going to say? I, can't I was just going to say um, the whole like seeking to avoid being stuck thing can also materialize as always wanting to be around people. Like it seems that sevens, I mean, you could be an introverted seven, but I don't think that that's very common. Um, this seven says, I'm terrified of being alone. I'm always trying to find something or someone to distract me and keep me entertained. And in fact, um, I will not say who this is because it would embarrass them. But I know somebody that when they were little would take record showers, record time showers because <laughs> they did not want to be alone. And it was just this like wanting to be with people at all times when you want to like when you have chores in the house, when you have anything boring that you're doing homework, uh, working like you want to have an environment with people because that's exciting and there's always something going on. Yeah. It's like the New York city energy of like the city that never sleeps. You want to, you want that kind of energy as sure. seven. Isn't, isn't showering a isolating environment? Exactly. Yeah. yeah so, so they record took record shorts. time showers, like super, oh, super oh, yeah. short. Yeah. Super I, I, short showers. I heard long <laughs> when you said that. I was like, they're just in there because they're avoiding. The oh work. no. Okay. Because that makes sense. So fast because they didn't want to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> I brush my teeth, mom. <laughs> exactly. Fun. This, that touches on something else that I think is really important about sevens. Sevens are often described as uh, entertainers or, um, uh, the type of people that that um, that light up the room, the life of the party types, and and some there are a lot. There are sevens out there who are introverts and and don't necessarily want to be the life of the party. But the one thing that is consistent with all sevens is that they want everyone to have the best kind of life that they are are seeking as well. It's not that they themselves are looking for the best thing. It's that they want everyone to enjoy the best life. Life is great and can be loved and had and and so good. And they want everyone to have that kind of experience as well. So extroverted sevens are much more likely to be the life of the party types that are going to spur on to, to sort of lead the charge in that way. But even introverted sevens are still going to want the people around them to have their best life. And, and they may not want to be the life of the party, but they still are motivated by that same kind of peace. I would say as well, a lot of sevens, especially as they age, are very averse to the sevens partier stereotype right yep. since as they're getting older and even maybe when they were younger they were not like the party scene type person mm -hmm. and that's okay like there yeah. are plenty of sevens that are not party scene people right. that's okay and especially because the rest of us expect it from them they mm -hmm. kind of get sick of it after a while yes they don't want to constantly be the one that everybody's turning to all the time for the good especially right. when they're not feeling great 
One last element of the shadow side. It seems to me that sevens are the type most likely to really struggle with depression. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's something about not having the natural tools to really engage depression. And this isn't a scientific study or anything of that sort, but recently a lot of the famous folks who have committed suicide and kind of the story has been kind of public have been sevens. It's these personalities who seemed like the entertaining, optimistic personality that you would love to be around. And they're the ones who end up taking their lives and everybody's like confused. Like, how did that happen? And often this is why there's a inability to, to, to embrace the tools to really wrestle with, deal with and analyze and cope with and, and move through one's despair. Uh, do you all have thoughts on that? Is that just my own reflection? I, I actually do have some thoughts. I wonder how much of that is also because of the lack of a support system when they're feeling mm. down because everybody's expecting them to be up yeah. when they're down, people won't take it seriously and yeah. say, what? Like, you're always happy. You're like, you'll get over it. You're fine. Like, this is nothing. You got this. Or like, just look on the bright side like you always do. And so not having that support system is huge for mental health. Like that can take a huge toll to not have the people there for you, letting you get those feelings out, letting you be sad around them. Yeah, that's well said. Absolutely. Moving to their strengths, a lot of this has come out in our language, how much sevens bring to the rest of us. Um, but what do you really see in the, in the heart and lives of sevens? I love sevens. <laughs> like they tend to be some of my favorite people because they're just like a breath of fresh air. I'm a four. I'm very, I tend to go into the melancholy and the sad. And so having the opposite of that is really refreshing to me. And the energy like sevens seem to have this boundless energy mm-hmm. that it's like, if I could have an ounce of that, I would be so happy, but like they get stuff done and they have great ideas. They can be really like the light in the room, mm-hmm. really, really great energy for everybody. Yeah. We mentioned the, the sort of visionary aspect. Um, they, they may not always follow through on the visions that they have because they're already on to the next thing uh, before the, the one thing gets finished. But, <laughs> but sevens have big ideas and, and they have big, grand ideas. The, they, they have big ideas for, for changing the world, changing the culture around them and, and, and moving people into a place where their lives are more exciting and in- interesting and entertaining and... They also are like they are entertainers. They're great storytellers. Uh, when they are life of the party, they 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 bring a lot of life and a lot of energy and a lot of good, fun things to the world. And and so long as we don't expect that from them all the time, when they are willing to bring that, it's it makes the world around them brighter. Yeah. Some of the things I think that often get overlooked, but I appreciate most is that sevens routinely are very smart Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and often if they focus can be some of the best teachers that any of us will experience 
the storytelling elements, the ability to see things from 10,000 feet up yet get into the uh, a thousand different details. Yeah. Um, they do this in innovative ways and in positive ways. And that creates a, you know, environments for the rest of us to really engage material. Sevens who have specifically dealt with the negative are some of the healthiest people I've encountered. Mm-hmm. If a if a seven has actually gone through those those really dark places and developed the tools in from their time in the darkness and have come out the other side, often those are holistically minded folks who just bring a lot of health and healing to uh, to the rest of us who need it. Yeah, sevens. If you need someone to sit with you through grief. Fours are the way to go. Find fours. But but if you need someone to lead in a space of grief, sevens who have gone through grief, who have gone through these negative experiences and come out the other side are often, they carry a wisdom and a, a maturity that not only is able to hold and acknowledge that, that those hard things, but also point toward the light outside of it. Yeah. Very true. It's good. Another thing that came to mind is that sevens can be very generous, like with their time, with their energy. They can be really generous, even with resources. Mm -hmm. They just, I mean, I think Jeff was saying this earlier of just wanting everybody else to be happy as well, Mm -hmm. wanting everybody else to be good. And saying, I've experienced this really great thing here. You, you should experience it too. Here you go. Right. And they just give it so freely and so openly. It's like really impressive and really awe-inspiring, honestly. Sevens are also like they'll do the things that other people like won't do. Like sevens, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but like they'll call you instead of text you a lot of the time. Mm. But it's like this more, I don't know how to put it. It's almost like they, they are, are more willing to cross social boundaries. Yes. Like, yeah. like like these are the rules of a functioning society and Severance are like, eh, I don't care about that. I'm going to do what I want. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. And it's so great. It's so great. It's an excellent way to put that. To sum all of this up, you might be a seven if what? You have not made it this far in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> You might be a seven if you checked out at minute eight and said, yep, that's me. I'm on to the next thing. You might be a seven if you make everything into an adventure, even going to the grocery store. <laughs> you might be a seven if you, if when you get a terminal disease, you give it a fun, exciting, adventurous name. <laughs> you might be a seven if you buy two tickets to everything just in case someone wants to come with you. That's a good one. I love that. You might be a seven if you've driven through the night to watch the sunrise in another state just for fun (laughs) or something like that. (laughs) You might be a seven if uh, one scoop of ice cream just will not do. (laughs) It's always about two scoops of ice cream. Or the bigger scoop of ice cream or the other flavors of all the flavors of ice cream. There's 31 of these at this store. And I will try all of them. You should get them all. (laughs) I, they ha- they have those taster spoons. But like, I want that energy. Like, I want to try all of them. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> you might be a seven if you've ever gone to a car dealership to get your wife a car and left with a new car for yourself as well, because why not? <laughs> True story. Oh my gosh. We have a friend. You might be a seven if your uh, partner sends you to the store for groceries and you come back with like three pets <laughs> instead. <laughs> You might be a seven if you can bounce back from disappointment in record time. Mm. You might be a seven if you fear missing out. And that's something that you struggle with hugely. You might be a seven if you love starting projects, but you really don't ever finish them. Man. You might be a seven if you just (laughs) do not want to do that hard, boring thing ever. Those are excellent. So I asked some sevens, what's the most seven thing you've ever done or said? Sevens have just the just the best stories. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and the first person says, I have a terrible memory, so I can't really remember anything specific. And then all caps, LMAO, wait, could that be considered one? <laughs> yes, that could be considered one. Um, another person, they put in quotation marks. I just learned you can own giraffes in Oregon. So this changes everything. <laughs> Um, another seven said they did skydiving and got scuba diver certified in the span of two months just for fun. Um, another seven said getting my first tattoo on a whim for free from a friend. It turned out terrible. (laughs) Or when I was in college and I'd pick up hitchhikers and homeless people and try to help them out. I kind of co-parented three homeless people with the tattoo guy for three months. I took them to the (laughs) library to try to help them use the computers to apply for jobs. It's pretty crazy in hindsight. I was 19. (laughs) Those are excellent. They're just like, they're so good. Well, that's what we got. Um, if you're still listening, it would mean the world to us if you gave us some stars on your podcasting platform of choice or wrote us a review. Um, you can find all of the links to all of our stuff at Around the Circle, and it's worth looking at the rest of our catalog. Uh, grab any podcast that we've put out that looks entertaining, and we're going to talk about all the numbers, and sevens will be in there. You can also check out all of Cambry's work on Instagram. She does fantastic visuals that display the inner life of all of the types, including the sevens. And uh, that's at Enneagram Cam. And that's what I got. You got anything else, TJ? I got nothing, man. Cambry, it is always a pleasure to be with you. The pleasure is mine. He's TJ Wilson. He's officially awesome. And she's Cambry Ross. And she's inimitable. And I'm Jeff Cook. And who you aren't is an interesting be who you are, and you'll set the world on fire. Morning will come burning. <laughs>